Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set, podcast where we pitch... Wait a minute, I'm lost. What do we, do? we don't do that here. No, we don't do that we here. We just review films on this one. This is the one where we just review films, we, we pitch nothing. Sorry, I'm, I'm very confused. My whole life's turning upside down and the volume's too high on this. I've, I've got a lot going on. <laughs> uh, leave No Trace. Leave No Trace, yeah. What did, what, did, what did you think? I really liked this. Did you? I was very pleased with this. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's because we've seen a lot of really tacky stuff recently we? well like just, just some really brainless stuff it's like it's been like mm. the real summer of underwhelming blockbusters and so this week we saw speak some... for yourself but sure well there's been some good ones but on the whole you know like i feel like we're just getting started oh i'm sure the better ones are going to come but i mean i mean specifically me and you have seen some pretty ropey stuff over the past few weeks i mean what did we see before this solo which was okay hereditary hereditary oh that was actually really good yeah was it well it was, was really it entertaining really, or was it just really yeah it was really, it was really entertaining. entertaining um okay but we've not seen something that deadpool really... 2 that was fine yeah i mean i saw avengers obviously that's the best film i ever made but sure yeah apart from this apart from this well <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a sense that you didn't enjoy this as much as me no not at all no what was wrong with it for you then uh i didn't appreciate how slow it was okay yeah um this felt a lot like uh, Captain Fantastic. I put that down too. Um, which, uh, well, for very obvious reasons, like it's, sure. it, it's a very similar subject. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one just didn't have any of the interest or enjoyment that Captain Fantastic had because that film was like characters in, characters in it were having fun, right? Sure, and in yeah. this film, no one ever had any fun. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever seemed to smile, apart from that one point where the girl was like showing rabbits. What, what were they doing at that point? And they're like, okay, now pick your rabbit up and turn it round and stroke it. And we're like, was it like Crofts for rabbits? Was it like a rabbit show or something? Maybe. I think. I think. Yeah, because I, th- I think she meets this guy who's like really into competitive rabbit beauty pageants. <laughs> I don't know. It's the deep south. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, like that was that was the most that was the most enjoyment any character had at any point in this film. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I would have really liked to have had a bit of fun with it, but. It wasn't, and I get that it was. It was only trying to make a make a point. Did the guy have PTSD? Is that I think so. Yes. Yeah. So because it it really made a big point about that. Yeah. So we should probably that explain was what his this whole film. character. Arc, yes, guess. exactly. We should try and explain what this film is because it's not a film that a lot of people have seen. Um, so yes, this film, uh, Leave No Trace. It's by the same director who did Winter's Bone, which was Jennifer Lawrence's big breakout film about five or six, seven years ago. Sure. Um, yeah, it stars Ben Foster as a ex-soldier uh, in ex-US military who's living like on the land. He's living rough, basically, in the middle of a forest, in like a national park, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. With his daughter, uh, who's about maybe 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And she's played by a girl called Thomasin McKenzie, who I've not seen in anything before. Um, and yeah, they're just living together, living off the land, very much like Captain Fantastic, if anyone ever saw that, the Viggo Mortensen film. Um, and then they get discovered by some the park rangers mm-hmm. uh, and then they're, they're forced into like to reintegrate back into society and then the film just kind of follows them as they kind of struggle to to do that and how they struggle to kind of adapt to reality although saying that they don't really have to go back into the real world too much they're kind of no they're dipping in there yeah i got you I mean i felt too that this was very very similar to captain fantastic i actually preferred this 
Mm-hmm. I think maybe for the same reasons you prefer Captain Fantastic, in that I thought that Captain Fantastic was half a really good film. I thought it had a really good idea, but I thought some of it was a bit too pleased with itself and a little bit too like cartoony in times. Okay. Like the way the kids spoke was really unrealistic and cartoonish for me. And I, don't, I just I just think it was operating on a different kind of um, spectrum. I think. Yeah, the, this film, Leaving a Trace, certainly felt more realistic. Yeah. Um, I would say. But uh, I don't know, Captain Fantastic had a. It felt like it had a bigger impact on me. Sure. I feel like it was. I don't know, I felt like I, I was getting more of a message from it. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly a comment on homeschooling and trying to avoid the system and stuff and what the effects of that can be. Mm. Whereas this one. It kind of touched on that a bit. So, like in both, there's uh, there's a kid who, well, no spoilers, I guess, uh, leaves the parent at the end of the film. Sure. And in Captain Fantastic, he he does it and just can't integrate with society at all. Mm-hmm. And this one, leaving no a trace, takes a bit of a different route, but uh, kind of doing the same thing there. Yeah. Did you think? I get what you mean. Yeah, because I feel like Captain Fantastic sets up a debate about who's right, who's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like. So the dad has made the decision in that film to raise the children off the grid. Mm-hmm. And the grandparents, after their mother dies, they really do not agree with that position at all. And they want the kids to be brought back into the real world, yeah. etc. And it's like they both have realistic positions. It's like you could argue that the father is being abusive by raising his kids completely outside of the mm-hmm. Western society. Or you could argue that he's actually just taking an alternative lifestyle choice and for them to expect him to raise this and he's got every right to raise his kids any way he wants to mm-hmm. and that you're right that sets up a, a really interesting debate in that film I mean that's why the, the parts of that film that I didn't like the way it was a little bit cartoonish sometimes and kind of that was that made it more disappointing because I felt for me because I felt like it did set up a really interesting debate but I didn't feel like it necessarily answered that debate in a way that I was not that I wanted like a, a, a solid answer. I felt like it went a bit too easy on the dad at certain points that film. And again, just because it got a bit cartoonish. Well, the, the film was certainly much more lighthearted. Like it was, yeah. at points it was a comedy. Yeah. Um, whereas Leave No Trace, yeah. absolutely not. It's not. But I also think this film isn't... I don't think any part of this film is saying that they're living their best lives. Mm. Compared to Captain Fantastic, where you could argue that they were. Not that it's... Yeah, because Captain Fantastic looked like... It, the whole thing was a deliberate choice by the parents. Yes. I was like, this is just how we want to live our lives and raise our kids. Whereas in Leave No Trace, it was definitely the guy had a problem. Yeah. And I mean, the the, the daughter puts it into words perfectly. Like, mm-hmm. The same thing that's wrong with you isn't wrong with me. Yeah. Um, which I think that was the last the last line in the film, actually. No, there was a little bit more when they say goodbye at the end, but that's very close to it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And yeah, that and that was for me the most emotional part of the film. And oh the, yeah, the, big time. Yeah. yeah, it was it was beautifully done. Uh, but yeah, it's it's always a case with this one. It's very much a case that the father has a has has mental health problems and just cannot function in the real world. Mm. But it's, there's never a sense that he's made the right decision for his no. his daughter, even though she's pretty well adjusted. And she does say like at one point early on in the film when she's being she's speaking to a a care worker or a social worker, and she says we didn't need to be rescued. Like I, he he he's raised me really well. Like she she wasn't damaged particularly. Mm. But he was, and that, I think that was the big difference. As Captain Fantastic, he was a guy of sound mind who just made a decision mm-hmm. that not everyone would agree with. Whereas this is a guy who is very definitely very troubled. Um, so yeah, I can I can definitely understand why you enjoyed this one less. And uh, I think it just really just comes down to a matter of taste, like mm-hmm. whether you prefer kind of really really. I, I found this one a little bit more thought provoking in a lot of ways, and just a little bit more. Yeah. I did find this one had what I felt was a couple of false ends. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's partly down to the fact that, like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't really enjoying it. So for mm-hmm. me, it was dragging a little bit. I, I'm sure it felt longer than it actually was. 
but uh, there were a few storylines that kept getting introduced and then just abandoned halfway through. And I get that's what the characters were doing. They were going from place to or getting put from place to place, Mm. and then just like, no, we're going back to the forest. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there were absolutely quite a few times where it was just like, okay, now they're going out into the forest in the northernmost state of America for some ridiculous reason, Mm. and they very nearly died of cold. And I thought that was going to be the moment that he's going to be like, oh. I'm I'm not okay to be raising a child like this anymore. Maybe everybody was right. Yeah, sure. And they didn't do that. And then there's like a solid 45 minutes after that where, you know, she gets obsessed with bees and, and mm. stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you know, that sounds funny than it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, she just yeah, learns and, about beekeeping. And, and, and I thought that could be, that could have been like a really good, powerful end to the film where mm. he comes to the, the realisation himself rather than the daughter making the, sure. uh, the, the, the main decision. But... I mean, both of them were, were quite powerful moments. Yeah. Sorry, either of them would have been quite powerful moments. Sure. I think it's, yeah, again, I think it's a choice. I think it's because it's kind of saying that... Because one thing I found about this film was that, like, they, everyone goes out of their way to accommodate him in a way that I actually felt was quite optimistic by, like, you know, there's nobody in the... Everyone in this film is so nice to them. Mm. Like, when they come out of the forest, like, they're set up in the, in a farmhouse, they give them work. Yeah. Everyone is so accommodating. They, they are given so much in this. Yeah. I mean, they're forced to be given so, exactly, so yeah. much they're forced, ch- forced to accept these things yeah charity is basically forced on them and I don't know maybe it depends what state you're in but I was just I was kind of watching it thinking I don't think that's the case in America like it's not the case here like you know it's. I think anywhere if you are like a vagrant if you are homeless there's not a lot of support out there for you like it just but, it, but again it was for the it was for plot purposes well I mean maybe that is the case like he, he's a veteran so maybe they're like oh yeah you, you fought yeah, for our it, country yeah. mm. you're white mm-hmm. there's Oh yeah, that definitely cropped up yeah. in my mind. It never gets mentioned, but I was like, would this film be going the same way if this was a black family? I don't think so. Absolutely but. not, no. <laughs> no. But yeah, but I think that's it. He's given every opportunity and I think that's why there are all those false ends because there are all these times when he finds something that could... There's no reason why it couldn't work except that he is so broken mm. and he can't be beholden to anyone. Mm. That's his main thing, I think, is he can't be in any situation where he depends on other people. Mm. Like He obviously rails against technology. He won't have a mobile phone or anything mm-hmm. like that. And even when he gets to the, at the end, when they find the community of people who are just living like them, but just in a group, in a group, yeah, mm-hmm. a commune, essentially, even that's not good enough for him. Mm-hmm. He, not not that he's ungrateful, but just he can't, psychologically, he just cannot deal with that. And so I think at that point he, I mean, there's not a lot of dialogue in this film. No, there's not. Which I think is a good thing. It's nice. Oh, yes, definitely. Very good yeah. thing for this film yeah but I think even though they don't say it I feel like with that moment at the end when they do go their separate ways I think it's, it is him then realising like I'd got the impression he'd, re- he'd realised that in the scene before it maybe yeah and he was carrying on and like when she stopped he, he turned around gave a look she, she didn't say anything for ages yeah they just looked at each other and they both knew exactly what was going on mm-hmm. Um, yeah I think he came to the decision before that scene sure well but... no not came to the decision but Give the realization. The, yes, I think you. it was her decision. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I'd agree with that actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, what did you think of the acting in this film? It was great. Yeah, it was really good from everyone. Mm. Well, it's really a two-hander. Right, there's there's some other characters here and there, but none of them really make a huge impression. I think the main. Yeah, true. Yeah, Ben. Fo- I really like Ben Foster. I kind of. Oh, yeah, I've not seen him enough. He was in Hell or High Water, wasn't he? That we saw mm. last year, which was really good. Um, I remember him from back in the day when he played. Uh, douchey Russell from um, Six Feet Under sure that was a <laughs> he played this real like, he wasn't like a bad character he was just a real like wet blanket character but he was really good at it um, 
And yeah, he's, he's cropped up in a few things. He had a small role in X Man Three, X Three, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, I think one. Day, I think he's he gets he tends to do quite interesting like indie films though. So mm. I, I, whenever I see him, I'm like, ah, I'm more intrigued. In, I'm more inclined to see this because you're in it. And I thought she was really good because mm-hmm. she had so little to say. Like with so few words, she managed to be so moving. Mm. I, I really, really, really look forward to seeing what the actress does in the future because I thought mm-hmm. she was fantastic. Like, I have no idea where she comes from, but. She was great. No, yeah, she was really good. Yeah, I, I didn't appreciate her crying though. Her, her crying was essentially just quivering her chin. You mentioned this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice, but you. <laughs> I mean, whatever works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did think it was weird when they do. So they, so they get they get pulled out of the nature reserve, and they get put into a house, uh, and he's like working on a Christmas tree mm-hmm. farm. Um. And then that's so then then she's gonna she's supposed to be going to school, but then that's when he decides that he can't stay there. So he pulls her out again, and then they go on the run again. Um, and that's when they do the, while they're at that farm. That's when she meets the boy who there is no love interest, but he looks like he might be love interest. And then because he he's really into his rabbits, and then there's a few scenes of again it's kind of to show that she can integrate really. Mm-hmm. She she's perfectly capable of integrating. You give her some time, she'll be very well adjusted. Well, so, she's actively trying to integrate. Yeah, with she makes the effort. Pretty, pretty much anything that's around. Yeah. And that's and what she constantly says, doesn't it? She yeah. constantly says, like, you know, we can do this, we can make the efforts. Yeah. It's not that hard, any, but he obviously feels a different way. And I think that's the point where he sees her um, quite quickly just uh, getting into Christianity. Yeah. Um, and he, he just makes a decision, like, whoa, this is yeah. this is not what I want. Sure, yeah. Um, and just leaves straight away. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I didn't get the sense that she was really getting into the Christianity side of things. I don't so, think he went to that mass, but yeah, that wasn't her decision. I, no, but... Like I say, she was getting into she was getting into rabbit shows. Sure, yeah, that's a warning sign. Red yeah. flag. Pull her out. <laughs> Back to the forest. Uh, yeah, and then they go uh, on a. But yeah, again, like everyone, like even down to the people they meet at the truck stop. Every, everyone's so responsible in this film because mm-hmm. like the truck stop driver like asks her, you know, are you okay? Mm-hmm. You, you, if you tell me, you know, because he obviously doesn't know if she's been abducted or anything. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I was really struck by the fact that nobody was ever cruel to them. Nobody was ever a bad person. Which I guess is just apart, like a, apart from the rangers at the start. Apart from the rangers at the start, yeah, and they're just doing their jobs, I guess. Like mm. so, yeah, and then so then they end up in they find this abandoned, they, they hitchhike, don't they, out into the the north of America somewhere, mm. and then they end up finding this log cabin. Do they find the log cabin after they freeze or before? No, they nearly freeze to death, don't they? And then they find a log. Then cabin? they find the log cabin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's when he he goes to find supplies and injures his leg, doesn't he? Mm. he, he and then she. She finds him, and he's got like hypothermia, and he's twisted his ankle or something. He's broken his ankle. I think. Broken his toe. Though. Broken his toe. Yeah. Um, and then they find the. She goes for help and finds this community of people who are just living nearby, who mm-hmm. are like just living off the land. Mm. Uh, and that's when she. And then that's like the, the happy medium, isn't it? That's when she finds the. Because um, they are essentially just living off the land, and they've got like organic farmers, and they're keeping bees and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and that's. I don't. I didn't understand how much. Where that was the other thing I don't understand. Where was their money coming from? Don't know. Um, I mean, maybe he did have a bank account somewhere, and you know they went into town once or twice. Maybe he got some money out then. But where was it? I guess maybe from it, when he was in the army, mm. he's got some leftover money, and like it's not an expensive lifestyle, is it? So I guess no, their lifestyle isn't at all. But I mean, when she puts down the deposit for the oh, yeah. caravan, or she the, stole it from him. Yeah, but what? But where did he get that from? I guess. Oh, was was he selling his? Medicines to the overall. Oh the yeah, vets. he was. He was doing so that. Maybe, although where they were getting, they were all homeless. I don't know where they were getting money from, but 
Yeah, it, it just seems like how long is she going to be able to stay there? Unless one of the people just adopts her. I don't know. They seem like they might. Mm, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, and yeah, so it ends with them going their separate ways, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah. No, I really like this. Do you think this film has Oscar potential? Mm. It might do for acting, but it it's obviously very early to tell. Yeah. And... Uh... Well, you know, I, I guess that like he is a notable actor. Like, mm. He's never been nominated before. But... No, but, I mean, he was in Hello High Water, which was nominated. That, that got a best actor for. Oh no, no, it got best picture. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. And it got best supporting actor for um, Jeff Bridges. Yes, it did. You're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I, I could, I could see him getting a best. Oh, I don't know. I'd say best actor. Mm. I thought it would be for yeah. that award, that, for that film. So I don't know. No, I think it's come out a bit too soon. Mm. And yeah, I think it's a bit too low-key. I, I think by the time next February comes around, people will have forgotten well, about it. Captain Fantastic did it. Yeah, that did do it, yeah. But that was a little bit more showy. And that's why I asked, because it's you know, mm. it's that kind of film. And that, it might be a bit too similar to Captain Fantastic to yeah. to get the same award mm. or the same nomination. Yeah. I could more see her getting it than him, even though he's a more well-known person, because her performance, I thought, I thought was more standout. mm but yeah, I don't think she'd get Best Actress. And I think if they gave her Best Supporting Actress, it would be fraud, because she's clearly the lead role. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah. No, it's probably it's just one of those nice little indie films that comes out. But mm-hmm. What would you give it out of 10? Me personally, I'd give it a 6. A 6? Mm-hmm. I can see that it was a good film, but it just really didn't strike a chord with me. Fair enough. I'd give this an 8. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think if you're looking for something that's a little bit more substantial, you know, if you're a bit bored of all the like really popcorn-y stuff that's out at the moment... Mm-hmm. I think this is a good little palate cleanser. Yeah. So, yeah. Not life-changing, but yeah, a nice film. See it while you can, if you want to. Yeah, lovely. Would you do a sequel? Um, well, you always ask me this. Um, okay, well, she's grown up now. Okay. Maybe. So we're flashing forward. Yeah, flashing forward to the future. Okay. Wow. Um, what year? 2049. Oh, okay. There we go. Let's do a Blade Runner thing, shall we? <laughs> so uh, there's flying cars, and she's probably fully embraced technology at this point. Sure. So going from no technology when she was 15 so, to suddenly like, oh my God, there's flying cars, there's, tra- there's teleporters. She's the queen of tech, yeah. Yeah. And uh, she uses all this tech to track down her, her dad, and right. uh, it's just an adventure on that. Oh, okay. Tr- trying to find her dad. <laughs> That'd be such a bizarre way to follow up this film this film that not they many find, people they finally meet and she's like half robot at this yeah. point <laughs> I'm saying how you make, you're bringing in things to make this film more interesting for you so. <laughs> but, well, there's well, an Apple logo on her back yeah. <laughs> I love that idea like a film like this, this low key in indie that you do like a multi-million dollar like sci-fi sequel to even though no one's seen the original particularly <laughs> yeah I like it I, I don't think I can top that <laughs> great cool well I guess that wraps it up because my yeah. battery's not having a good day okay um, great if you enjoy this then uh, well I guess there'll be another one next week and thank you for being a patron yeah thanks for supporting and uh, yeah we'll be back next week with something else yeah alright see you later. later bye bye let's go beyond beyond the box set